0: Welcome back to The Scruggs Show. I am your host, attorney Natasha Scruggs, and I'm here with a special guest today, my best friend, Deanna Carter. Hello, hello. Today, we have a pretty interesting show. We're gonna talk about real estate, we're gonna talk about black people getting into real estate, what it means for your family, generational wealth. We're also gonna talk about luxury and a new hashtag, black women luxury, that Mm -hmm. people are into, and then a little bit about relationships. So, Deanna, how you feeling today? I'm feeling
1: good. I'm feeling good. I'm excited to be here, happy to see my friend. You well, know? how does
0: it feel being back in Kansas City since you moved?
1: It's a little nostalgic, you know, <laughs> um, but I enjoy it. You know, I'm having fun. So. Yeah.
0: I mean, I really think that Kansas City has a lot to offer, and I'm glad that uh, people don't know this. Deanna actually brought me to Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> She was working at Freedom And then LA. I dipped. And then she left before I even got here. But she made sure that I was, like, secure. And then she was like, bye. So I really wouldn't have moved her if it wasn't for you anyway. And it's crazy. That was four years ago. And here we are in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the move You since you made the move to Houston?
1: Uh, I actually enjoy Houston. Houston's, of course, a, a huge city. So mm-hmm. it's always something new to try. Always something new to do. Um But, you know, with COVID going on, that's the downfall of a huge city. It's a lot of people, so you can't really control.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you can't hold that down. Um, Is Houston closed back up again now?
1: So they are closing some stuff down. I know they pushed pause on, like, a full-on reopening of the state um, in general. Um, So some stuff is still open, but it's not, like, a regular
0: day okay right yeah. well since you've been in Houston you've you've since got into real estate mm-hmm. and I kind of want to talk to you about that because I know a lot of people that I know are interested in real estate whether buying real estate for themselves a, po- a personal home mm-hmm. or getting into commercial real estate or getting into like flipping homes right. or investing so tell me about that and how did you get into that
1: well growing up my mom was a real estate agent my dad owned investment properties. Um, So real estate has been a part of my life since I was a child. Um, And just recently, in the last couple years, I've just, I guess, cultivated my interest for it and learned about investing. Um, I actually am studying to get my real estate license right now. Hopefully, you know, have a have a pass my test by the end of July. Um, That's the that's the ultimate goal right now. Pass my test. Um, But I just enjoy real estate. I think that real estate is a great investment vehicle for for everybody.
0: So, what do you think is the best thing? Do you think the the income possibilities, or is it the the beauty of it, or is it like the the problem solving of fixing up a home or finding the all right of home? It. Okay, so all you love it. it. <laughs> I love all of it.
1: I mean, the the engineer nerd to me is like, oh, I love learning how like people flip homes and like what goes into building a home and and a good foundation because it's just what I learned in school. And then I like the beauty of homes. I like how how you can take, you know, interior design and make stuff feel so homey and mm-hmm. you can give everything its own, you know, feel. Right. And then I like the the analytical side of, you know, what is the up and coming area? What is the city doing to rebuild, you know, um road structures around certain areas that you're like, Well, why are they building a new interstate? over there Mm -hmm. it kind of gives you a preface into what the city is thinking and where they're going to start spending money okay so i just like the whole piece of it i look at the big picture the whole picture
0: so i read on your instagram bio that you said luxury real estate so uh, what is it about the luxury side of real estate that that you are interested in and how can you kind of help other people get knowledge about it uh, I
1: think it's just the quality of what you put into your work. I think luxury is basically telling someone, I put time, effort, energy into this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm giving you the best that I, you know, I can. So I think that's really the the biggest piece. Is when you talk about something luxury, people think high quality. You know, high amount of energy and, and time and effort put into uh, into it. So that's really.
0: What about luxury homes? What what makes a home luxury?
1: Uh, I really think, like I said, the, the time you put into it, the the uh, the materials, you know, what kind of countertops, what kind of windows, you know, is it a smart home? You know, does it have pool in the back? What's bag? a smart
0: home? What constitutes? Because when you say smart home, I think about the <laughs> Disney uh, movie. Oh, yeah. Smart it's house. It's kind of like that. It is. It is. <laughs> you know, she... you can
1: start talking. To, you talk to them now. You got the Google um, homes, you have, you know, Alexa and all of these other devices that, you know, connect to each other through Bluetooth and wireless, you know, um, Wi Fi. And everything kind of just, co- you know, coincides with each other and you know you have cameras and all kind of you know crazy technology out there that Mm -hmm. people can do turn on a fan by snapping your fingers or whatever
0: so you wouldn't say that you have to have like a million dollar home to even be considered luxury no not
1: not at all i think honestly luxury too is is what you feel is top high quality for you. Mm -hmm. You know, some people don't want a million dollar home. Some people want a, you know, $250,000 home and to them that's luxury because they have nice countertops and they have nice cabinetry and a big, you know, jacuzzi tub or something like, to them that could be luxury because they may not have had those things. And
0: that's the thing too, like you can get a home that's quote unquote not luxury and you can make it luxury Mm -hmm. by putting things into it. How interested are you in in flipping homes and making them better or making them... More luxury. Um,
1: I think for me, the building piece, I like watching it, but I don't want to be involved in it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be the one. I'm not going to be, you know, slinging a hammer. But uh, I just like um, how people take so what, what looks older and made it you know, new. It gave it, like, a facelift. You know what I mean?
0: Right, yeah. I've been been shopping around for homes, as Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm super into luxury. And my idea of luxury is I'm kind of focusing on two rooms, and that's the kitchen and the bathroom. Oh, yeah. If my bathroom doesn't have that look to it, I don't want it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'll need... Well, you know, me and you both love the tub. We have we like to indulge in the tub bath, so it gotta be it gotta have a nice tub. Yeah. But it also needs to have a nice shower. Mm -hmm. It needs to have a nice vanity. Mm -hmm. Um preferably, you know, the walk in closet could could be in the bathroom. If not, it needs to be outside. Now the kitchen, my idea of a luxury kitchen is like the the island. Mm -hmm. Um will have a stove a, a stove on top, maybe another stove in the back, uh, two ovens. You know, I have a I have a vision of what mm-hmm. I consider luxury. And what would you tell people like me who are looking for a home, never have purchased a home before, mm-hmm. maybe women cuz a lot of women are buying homes now. Right. And I know we used to it couldn't you know, women couldn't buy homes at some point. That's true. Um so now women are trying to buy their own homes. They're like, "Look, I'm not going to wait. I don't want to live in an apartment anymore." I wanna move up, so mm-hmm. level up. So, okay. how would you? I mean, if I came to you and said, Deanna, I'm in Houston after you got your real estate license mm-hmm. and I wanna buy a home, what's my next steps?
1: Uh, I would definitely say, you know, the financial um, pieces is, is very important, right? You want to make sure that you can move into something that you're comfortable with paying that mortgage on. Um, and you. so you'll get a, a mortgage loan officer and you'll talk to them about your options and what you can afford to purchase and buy. But also when you start working with your real estate agent, you want to make sure that you are looking at homes and um, areas that you're comfortable in. Um, you want to make sure that that you... You have a good feel in the neighborhood because that's where you're going to be living at, right? Mm -hmm. That's where you're going to be spending a lot of your time, uh, maybe raising children or having your family there. You want to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when you're walking through these homes, you know, you want to pay attention to the details, but you don't want to get too bogged down in the details. So some things, you know, like, oh, the dishwasher is messed up. I mean, you can pay a couple hundred bucks and replace a dishwasher, right? But does it have good bones? Is it a good structure? Is the foundation good? You know, can you say, I can slap some paint on the walls and, you know, make it my own and I feel like I'm comfortable here? Um, is it something that you'll have to gut out completely and start all the way over? Is that something you want to take on? You kind of have to start looking at where you are in, in, your, in your life because some people are okay with waiting six or seven months to get out of home to make it completely down to what it is, you know, that they want. Some people are like, "Ah, oh, I just want to turn key and walk in and like I can move in. Right. Um So you just have to sit down and get very clear on what it is you're looking for Mm -hmm. and then, you know, talk to your agent about like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. Can we find that in my price range?
0: Right. I like having these conversations because I feel like some people, they, they dream of, you know, owning a home or they dream of owning some sort of luxury home. And black people in particular have been, you know, historically cut out of that process by redlining, by banks not, you mm-hmm. know, approving any loans, by credit, you know, uh, Not knowing creditors. anything about credit. Yeah. yeah. Not
1: knowing anything about how to build your credit, maintain your credit. All those things are very important in the home buying process. But, um, you know, it's, having your credit score isn't the only way to buy a home there's other options out there mm-hmm. um
0: but do you think that it's on purpose that 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 most people think that you if your credit score is not good that you can't buy a home like of do you course. think there's information out there for people and I feel like you if you once you get out there and once people start seeing what you're doing you'll be able to help more people because mm-hmm. like I said nowadays everybody's looking to level up especially black women cuz yeah. we've been we've been saying okay we don't want to take the scraps anymore we don't want to take the back seat we want to mm-hmm. get in control of our lives uh if you ask me what I think black women in luxury is it's literally living your best life yeah. it's literally being and it starts from within 100% mm-hmm. You know, um, my level up program, I talk about that where we we go mental f- mental and emotional and then we go physical and physical environment, which includes your home. Yeah. And and I feel like you can start feeling luxury where you are now. Exactly. So even though I'm not in the house right now, I just bought a brand new like floor length mirror. I mm-hmm. just bought some new curtains. I'm getting into the vibe yes. of I feel luxury. I wanna make my home feel like that safe haven. Um, another thing that I feel like black women in luxury stands for is not waiting to get what you want. So mm-hmm. say if you want to get a new watch or mm-hmm. you want to get some new earrings, mm-hmm. figuring out a way to get that for yourself whether or not you can get help from others to I get agree. it. I uh,
1: agree. And I think that it's also about you just, just being confident and knowing what it is you want and not being afraid mm-hmm. to um, to see what it takes to, to get that, right? Because I think that a lot of times we spend so much brain power and energy on why we can't do something when you can spend that same amount of brain power and energy on why you can't Right. So it's just about shifting that mental um, capacity of not looking at the negative, but looking at the positive. Mm-hmm. And maybe like you said, you can start doing things now like, OK, you saying that when I get my home, I want to, you know, um, be able to have someone come and clean every week. Right. Well, maybe you should start having them come clean the place you're in now every week so you can see what it feels like to have someone Come clean your own,
0: Mm -hmm. right? It's like getting in the vibration. I think if you look, it's not as much as people think. Yeah. So it's kind of like, and it's not like you need to break the bank, but you need to, I feel like if you're you're trying to go on that path, for me, I would start doing little baby steps every day to try to get to that point. Yeah. Um, Another thing I feel like is travel Mm -hmm. because- Seeing the world, you know, not staying in your own little neighborhood, that's very important. I really like to travel at least once a month. COVID has clearly put a damper on that, but yeah. international, national travel... Except for me, I'm still here. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, I, the, travel is the big thing. Celebration is a big thing. What do you say to criticism? And I don't even... I normally don't address the critics, the quote-unquote haters. Yeah. But what do you say to criticism when they, they, they say, well... Well, what is this black women luxury thing? Why are black women worried about materials? Because I have my own answer, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to let you answer first. I don't worry about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Like, I don't worry about it because, like, your opinion on me has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, like, and I say this all the time, I have enough insecurities that I deal with on my own for myself why would I come and take on the load of your insecurities on me? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because honestly, it has nothing to do with me and everything to do with you and you feeling valuable enough to have the things that I'm asking for or I'm going after. Right. Or I'm not actually receiving. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Um, so for me, I don't... Eh, you don't even address it? I don't it. care. <laughs> well, I like to give answers when people ask me questions. I, I, I sometimes pander to people. And this is what I would say. The reason why it's not that black women are quote unquote focused on material things. It's the environment that you're in literally affects your lifespan. Mm-hmm. It literally affects your quality of life. Yeah. If I'm living in a home that I that I hate that I dread, if I'm driving a car that I hate that I dread, if I don't have, you know, the 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 energy and the, you know, whatever, yeah. the vibes that I need, I can't even succeed as Some well if at, that at that my I don't job. Like.
1: I'm not gonna put in full effort, right? You know, and I think that you, yes, be grateful for the things you have, right? But that doesn't mean to want more is is wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. Like you,
1: yeah, be grateful for what I have. Yeah, okay, my, I don't have the best car now, but I know I'm gonna get one, so I'm grateful for what I have now because it's getting me to where I need to go. In order to get the one that I want.
0: Mm-hmm. The other thing I say is that you can't get anything if you don't have a goal. So yeah. everybody who has achieved something has had to say, "I want that." Mm-hmm. Uh, a big, a big inspiration. That everybody been talking about is Patrick Mahomes just got a half a billion dollar a half contract,
1: a billion dollar contract. Like, and
0: I know that there's no way that you can just wake up and have that. He's he's had to have been thinking about this. For probably his whole life, he's even though even if it was subconscious, mm-hmm. he had to say, "I'm gonna do something monumental. I'm gonna change the game of of sports, not yeah. just football. I'm gonna change contracts. I'm gonna change what a black quarterback looks like, mm-hmm. what a black leader looks like." He, he had changed the to. price
1: tag on a lot of athletes' bodies. Yeah, he changed the price tag. Yeah, because that literally tells you that someone who someone's body is worth a half a Billion dollars—that's his greatest asset, and that's honestly—you can take that to the normal, regular person. Your self is your body is the, the the most valuable asset that you have. And
0: it's and it's a, it's a lot that goes into it. It's his intelligence, and it was a lot of stereotypes that were saying, "Oh, black quarterbacks—they're you know—they're athletic, but they're not intelligent. They mm-hmm. don't know how to do this. They don't know how to do that." And it's been a lot of amazing black quarterbacks. Michael Vick, a lot of people after him. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody likes Russell Wilson as well Mm -hmm. but Patrick Mahomes really was like in your face saying everything every stereotype that you said about us is not true and I don't even I won't even address it I'm just gonna show you how, how it is but the luxury side of it the fact that you can't, you can't think small and get something like that. Exactly. You have to put that, whatever you want, I would say put it on your vision board. Put That's what I there. do. Put it out I there. I always said I wanted to be, I wanted to have a million dollar law firm. I wanted to have multi- multiple million dollars. I wanted to travel the world. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. And I'm on the path to doing that. Yeah. And I feel like you can't even get on that path if you can't even admit that, you know what, I want something yeah. else. I want something special. Because that fear of even saying that you want it is holding you from it. Mm-hmm. So
1: once you say, okay, I want something, right? Mm-hmm. Then you know that there has to be action behind that in order to go get it. Yeah. And so some people just feel like they don't even know where to start,
0: right? <laughs> right. Like, what do I start? And I say you start by saying what you want and seeing where you are. Exactly. If you want to get this, this is where you are. Right. Like three years ago, Patrick was sitting on the bench. Yeah. Once Two years later, he's the number one athlete in the world. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's just an analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of knowing what you want, uh, let's move the topic to relationships. because oh. You know, I it's feel into like it. Yes, I feel like <laughs> this is a specific topic for women too because women have historically in, in society have been told to take, take what you get. Mm-hmm. And that includes in relationships. That mm-hmm. means uh, whatever a man gives you, you should take it. Mm. You need to quote unquote keep a man, mm-hmm. regardless of how you're being treated, mm-hmm. or you're too high maintenance. Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. So, where are you at in relationships personally right now?
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we getting a little uh, getting a little messy. Oh,
1: I see, I see. <laughs> I'm not in a relationship, but you know, I'm open to you know receive any solid offers on the table. What's the like, solid any- offer? I'm looking to be a wife. I'm looking to be a mother. That's a solid offer.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. If you ask me what, you know, where I am, I'm definitely in the same place. I have actually committed to myself, putting myself as a priority, saying, like, you know what, I'm going to really treat myself like a queen Mm -hmm. because if you want other people to treat you like that you have to treat you like that and that includes prioritizing your sleep prioritizing you know going to the gym prioritizing you know your looks you know just making yourself feel great Mm -hmm. and I was focused on so many other things and I was not focused on that but everybody does this when they first get out of college I feel like when you when you go when you're in school, you're just focused on hitting a goal, and then you can literally neglect yourself, mm-hmm. and that can manifest itself in diseases, that can manifest itself in illnesses, in injuries, in in toxic relationships. I mean, what do mental you mental health? Right, mental health. Uh, what do you have? You been in a toxic relationship, and what what is a toxic relationship?
1: Um, I think everybody has been in some form of toxic relationship at one point in time because. I think that you have to learn something from those. Um, To me, anything that is holding me from what I truly want is toxic.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's a big spectrum. I know,
1: but because if... if I feel like if someone truly cares about you, it may not be in that moment they give you everything that you're wanting and needing, but their ultimate goal is to give you what you're wanting and needing. Mm. Because I... feel like that would that's how I would be reciprocating that
0: so do you feel like just them not doing it is toxic? What about that makes it toxic
1: um I think the, the saying that you will and you won't, you know, I think it's the so
0: manipulation uh,
1: yeah, it's the manipulation, like, oh, you know, they keep pushing the mark on like what it looks like, mm-hmm. oh well, if you know this happens, then maybe, and mm-hmm. if that happens, then maybe, and it's kind of like you know you're playing this game of if I would never ever be good enough. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when it starts to, to eat away at my self-esteem, that's when it becomes toxic because I know that I'm worthy of all the things that I ask for, right. all the things that I desire. So if anybody's telling me differently, I'm not saying that you are intentionally being toxic because it may not be, you know, your intentions, mm-hmm. but there's something in you letting, saying that I, I don't deserve that and it doesn't align with who i am.
0: Yeah. I think for me um something the the way that it's toxic is if it doesn't sit right with my spirit mm-hmm. and i continue to do it. You can't go again, you can't negotiate against yourself. You can't. So if you are already saying this doesn't feel right but i'm going to do it anyway or i'm i can handle it, as soon as you get into that those vibes whether it's physical abuse, mental abuse, whether it's emotionally, you know, just uh, getting Mm -hmm. stonewalled, Mm -hmm. you know. And and then the main thing is being silent because, like I said, women have traditionally been told to be silent. So if you can't even voice what's wrong Mm -hmm. or if you don't know what's wrong, I call those people like a dead woman walking where you can't even see the life in her eyes anymore Mm -hmm. and you're like, what's wrong? And she doesn't even know. That's toxic because you have to be aware of what's going on in your body. You need to know what feels good, what doesn't feel good. I agree. That's And what I know I do. we
1: talked about it, too. It's like, say, if I have, you know, a book in my hand, the palm of my hand, right? Right now, yeah, I feel the weight of it, but I'm okay, right? And a lot of women say, well, I'm okay. It's okay. I'll... And as you keep standing there holding these books in your hand, as your arms are stretched out, they get a little bit heavier and a little bit heavier as time goes on. But you originally thought that it was okay. If you feel like there's some discomfort, you should you should talk about it. You mm-hmm. should analyze it. Well, what's so uncomfortable about what's going on? Can I change that situation?
0: Right. I think it's the lack of boundaries, and I think that a lot of people bash men. But I don't, why men have great boundaries. They uh-huh. will, they know exactly what they will and will not do. I agree. Instead of bashing men for having that. Listen to them, because I think some women are like, oh, I heard that, but uh, I'm going to change that. Exactly. Listen to what a man says. If he says no or if he says something, respect his no. Mm -hmm. And and acknowledge that and say, you know what, that's dope. He knows what he doesn't want to do. Right. If you ask somebody, if you ask a man, you know, if you tell a man you need help with something and he said, look, I can't do it that's that's him acknowledging the boundary whether or not you agree with it i have to respect it because he knows what he wants mm-hmm. with women we we will agree to stuff that we don't want to do mm-hmm. and we will agree to stuff that doesn't um, sacrificial lamb sacrificial lamb we will we will say oh you know what that's gonna that's gonna make me late, that's gonna make this happen, this happen, this happen, but I'm gonna do it because he wants me to do it. Yep. And it doesn't help the relationship, ultimately. Mm-mm. We have good intentions when we do that, but it doesn't help because a man might think, oh, she likes doing this and she's like, no, I actually don't. I've been sacrificing this for you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I didn't tell you to sacrifice for me, which is true. right? And that's where, I mean, we see this in a lot of celebrity relationships, and I don't even want to get into that, but <laughs> you see that a lot where the woman does all of this stuff, and then the man turns around and says, look, I never asked you to do this. Mm-hmm. You chose to do this. And that's one thing that I hear criticism of 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 women is we don't take accountability for what we do.
1: I, I agree with that. I think that a lot of women are operating from a masculine energy of always wanting to do for somebody mm-hmm. instead of listening to their feelings and, and expressing their feelings about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not telling women that you have to go with the flow, but if you are dating a man and you say, I trust him enough, and I trust his judgment. We gotta, we gotta learn when to when to like stand up for ourselves and when to just allow a man to do what he he needs to do for our family. They if call that
0: when to say when. Like yeah, you gotta know when to know say, when, to when, say when. when.
1: Right. So if a man is saying, "Baby, you know I want to take you out to the um, Royals game," right? But it's like ninety degrees and it's hot, and you like mm, you really thinking like it's hot. I don't want to go. Just like okay, babe, let's try it. Right. You get there and you're like, oh, it's so hot. I have a headache. Like, I'm not really feeling it. You at least try, but now you're setting your boundaries. Mm-hmm. You're saying, look, babe, I tried what you wanted me to try. Not really feeling it. Can we do something different? Now he knows you're uncomfortable. So you have to start expressing your feelings and your uncomfortability or something that and makes not you happy. And not thinking that a
0: man will read your mind. Yeah.
1: You can't just sit there and hide and be like, oh, I'm so hot. And be mad and have an attitude, and then he's like, "Well, what's wrong?" You like nothing. <laughs> he can't read your mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Tell him, like, baby,
1: I'm hot. I got a little headache. I'm a little parched. I need some. some I need some hydration. I need to cool down a little bit. So it's
0: basically communication, but yeah. but I feel like women never felt safe to communicate, and now it's our time to just open up. You know, whatever mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. I think that another thing is like we were conditioned to be all chipper all the time and be happy all the time being in your emotions does not mean you're happy all the time it means you're aware and you can express it not in a mean way but you can like you said let people know this doesn't feel good to me this doesn't feel right to me right. Um, and don't and then and reinforce the boundary if the boundary gets crossed that's exactly. that's, the, that's what I didn't know how to do see I knew how to set boundaries not in a feminine way <laughs> but I'm like you got me <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then if they come back to me, I'm thinking, yay, they heard me. Exactly. But no, you have to reinforce and reinforce and reinforce and say, hey, you know, that doesn't feel good to me. Mm-hmm. It's not saying, I used to think, <laughs> I'm, I am used to be so childish when it comes to this. I used to think if the dude did something you don't like, dump him. Like, I don't, it's not even a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> But now I'm like, oh, all you have to do is communicate yeah. and let him know what's not good and what's not. And then he'll probably make the adjustments.
1: Sometimes he will, sometimes he won't. But you have <laughs> to say when 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 is enough. You got to pull. Okay, so you keep setting this boundary and he keep crossing it, right? Uh, and I was just talking to my cousin about this. She was like, yeah, somebody said something about would you give the same man 32 tries or would you try with 32 different men? And I was like... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go date thirty-two different men because one, thirty-two different, gonna gonna give me a different perspective of myself, mm-hmm. right? And then if I'm giving the same man thirty-two tries, he's basically telling me he' not gonna change. <laughs> thirty-two, like you're basically saying, well, we, let's shoot for fifty. What about a hundred? You yeah. know what I mean? I think like, it's,
0: I think it's each individual woman, and each woman has her own internal guidance system, and you gonna know. Every woman knows. When to pursue or mm-hmm. when to let it go. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even say pursue, but to allow. You're right. But I'm saying you can allow something, you can be open to something, or you could be like in it. Mm. So everybody knows when to really commit to somebody else yeah. and when to say. Because even when it comes to breakups, you know, you, like you said, women don't break up just that day. Women mm-hmm. have been breaking up for the last.
1: In their mind. In their mind. They like, this man is on his last. Leg.
0: Yeah, like so women know when is dude, that right time to go. Do got or, you got or two point
1: two seconds to get it right, or I'm, you know, what I'm saying. But that what also, what do you consider
0: means, getting it right though, Diana? Because I want to be very clear, because we do have some men <laughs> listening, and they want to know what is what does a man need to do in 2020 to get it right.
1: Um, I I'm looking for a man that is going to be a provider, a protector, and he has a purpose. Those are that's. What I'm looking for, if he can't articulate those things, we have. I don't. We. What are we talking about? Because for that's just how I was. I grew up. You -hmm. know, that's how I was raised, and that's that's what aligns with. You know who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a man who can lead. Mm -hmm. He's assertive. He's competent. He's you know driven. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I would say. My biggest thing is like I love the heart to heart connection, so mm-hmm. I'm like a super duper emotional sap. Uh, I don't like men who don't open up, even though men open up. They to me.
1: will, but it's it. You <laughs> have to women have to 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 lead that piece.
0: Right, right. I like I like to get I like to connect to somebody's heart, and I like to know where I stand in their heart. I feel like the physical stuff is secondary to that. Mm-hmm. If I can't have that connection. The physical, I can't do it. it's not Now, gone. once we get into that into that connection, then I need commitment. Commitment is saying this is what we're going to do, mm-hmm. um, and we're in this for the long haul. And then I'm ultimately looking for a life partnership, kids, different things of that nature, right. and to pretty much grow. And, and I think one other thing for men is, you know... In the new day and age, you have to look at your wife or your girlfriend or your prospective wife or girlfriend as Mm -hmm. a person, Mm -hmm. not as a means to an end, Mm -hmm. not something to make you feel good, to, you know, satisfy you. Look at her just separate because me, I think that a lot of people see me online and they see me talking and they think, oh, she's this, she's that, and they don't want to really get to know me they just see me as like that but you gotta you gotta you gotta find my heart somewhere in there yeah. and you need to see me as somebody who has her own you have to know what motivates me you have to know what pushes me you have to know all of these different things so i kind of need my guy to really get to know me mm-hmm. and and find out those things and i
1: think that's where we lost the 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 art form of courting mm-hmm. see a lot of people date and dating is like oh i like you you like me let's go have sex right as opposed to courting, it's it's more of a, you know, like you said, what does your dad teach you? What do you want to teach, in, you know, instill in your children? You know what? I think what makes you tick? Yeah. You know, what makes you tick? You know, what if if you're laying, you know, on your deathbed, it's your last, what do you want your life to, what do you want to reflect back and see that you've done everything? Like, what does that look like for you? I
0: think everybody should ask those questions to themselves. And, Uh, If anybody has any comments or anything, please subscribe to the podcast, The Scruggs Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And Deanna, I'm so glad that you came out today. And I've really, we should do another one. I know this is our second one, Mm -hmm. but we can dive deeper into all of those topics and different things. Oh yeah, great topics. Yeah, great. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Bye.